Welcome to the Face Yoga Expert podcast. Coming up. I don't think 10 years ago, I would be talking about my hair like this in a positive way. I probably would have been like, ugh, I hate my curls. But now I love them so much and it just makes me happy to be the person I am. My authentic, genuine, like natural self. So, so I feel like that's genuinely how I feel. I'm very happy to embrace my natural hair. So I just want everyone else to embrace whatever grows out of, the, out of their head as well. If it's straight, wavy, curly, you know, whatever it may be, I just want them to be happy with it. I'm your host, Danielle Collins, and I'm the world-leading face yoga expert, best-selling author of the book, Danielle Collins Face Yoga, and creator of the international teacher training program, the Danielle Collins Face Yoga Method. 17 years ago, I healed myself from chronic illness, and I've spent the last 15 years teaching, sharing, and serving millions of people in person, on TV, and online to help them look and feel the best version of themselves. This podcast is about giving you simple, effective, natural tips and advice and sharing knowledge and insight from industry experts. If you have a friend who you think would enjoy this podcast, please share it on social media as it means so much if you took a moment to rate and review this podcast as it allows more people to feel healthier and happier naturally. And lastly, don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. This is the Face Yoga Expert Podcast. Hello and a warm welcome back to this week's episode of the Face Yoga Expert podcast. This week I have an amazing guest. I have Ashley Rodriguez and she is just a light of energy. She is so positive and you are going to just feel so smiley and happy after listening to her. We talk a lot about skincare. We talk about how she's become so passionate about face yoga over the last few months. We talk a lot about health hair care as well, which is really nice and not something we often talk about here on the podcast. So I'm super excited to tell you all about that. And she is going to give some amazing tips. She also talks about the role of self-love in really embracing your natural hair, your natural beauty. We then go on to talk about journaling and how to start journaling, how to incorporate journaling into your daily practice. Ashley talks about her morning routine and her wellness rituals. So it's just such a lovely chat. And you'll notice in this episode, I sort of drop in there something which I have been keeping fairly quiet, but I am excited to say that my new book is going to launch at end of September. But the exciting news is you can now pre-order it. So I'm going to put the pre-order link in the show notes for you guys. And I'm about to reveal the title, which is The Face Yoga Journal. And I'm going to tell you very briefly a little bit about the journal. But as the week's podcasts go on, I'll talk to you a little bit more about this. And I'll also do lots of social media posts, etc. about it. So you'll really get a great idea about the Face Yoga Journal. But it's really designed to guide you through a daily, weekly and yearly face yoga practice. So the journal is actually divided into four sections, which we call seasons. It doesn't need to start at the beginning of the year. You can start it at any point. 
You have season one, which is all about loving your face. Season two, which is about energizing your face. Season three, which is about lifting your face. And season four, which is about soothing your face. And each of those seasons, I relate it to a happiness chemical in the brain, a chakra. I link it to a couple of amazing colors as well and talk about how you can do color therapy. I link it to crystals. So each season you'll learn a little bit about crystals. And also I link it to a mantra. And then weekly over the 52 weeks. So as I said, you can start it at any point in the year. You will have a theme every week. And within that theme, you get some weekly face yoga. So throughout the 52 weeks, you get 52 face yoga techniques. Each week you can do this technique. It only takes you one minute per day. You can add it on top of your usual face yoga practice. You can do it instead of your usual face yoga practice. It's up to you. This is all in the journal. It guides you through. And also I give you a weekly wellness hack. So this is just a quick and simple tip or action complements your face yoga. And I try and encourage you just to do at the very minimum this one minute wellness hack and this one minute face yoga technique per day. You also get a weekly positive statement. You are encouraged to write a positive word for the week. So as with all journals, it's incredibly interactive. So you'll be writing things like positive statements each week, positive words. I want you to write a little bit about the way you want to feel this week, your reasons for doing face yoga this week. So this can be just a word or a sentence entirely up to you. Then at the end of the week, I encourage you just to write about what went well this week. So with your face yoga practice, but just in life in general, wellness in general, I also encourage you to really delve into what didn't go so well that week. So I'm such a believer in just stepping into that discomfort, really understanding what didn't feel good in your life. And daily, I'll encourage you to really have a daily intention. Also, each day there's a little tick box just to keep you accountable and motivated and it helps you celebrate your dedication to face yoga. So you simply tick what time of the day you did your face yoga technique. And also you get to just tick off the areas you worked on that day. So really simply, you know, if you did forehead and eyes that day, you just tick those. Or if you did all areas of the face, you just tick all areas of the face. And one of the things I love most about the journal is you can write down what you're most grateful for that day. So it's a really great way of feeling good in the mind, the body, but also really helping you with your motivation and accountability with your face yoga practice. It's such a beautiful journal too. It feels great. It looks great. And each of your 52 face yoga techniques, your weekly face yoga technique has a beautifully drawn illustration as well. My illustrator at my publishers at Watkins is just amazing. So you're going to absolutely love that. It's just one of those journals you want by your bedside or on your coffee table. So yay, you can tell I'm excited about this. You know, I've really poured not only my heart, but my soul into this. It's brought together everything which I enjoy teaching, everything which I do for myself daily, everything I want to share with you guys. So I'm so excited. You can now pre-order this to be delivered to you end of September. And pre-order, guys, really does help out as well. Amazon bestsellers are really decided by pre-order. So if you can pre-order, that would mean so, so much to me. So 
enough about my journal. I am excited about it, but let's get into this week's episode with the amazing Ashley, where we talk journals, where we talk hair, where we talk skincare and just general positivity. Ashley, hello and a warm welcome to the Face Yoga Expert podcast. How are you today? Hi, Danielle. I am great and so, so excited to be here. (laughs) Oh my gosh, I'm so excited to have you here too. And I know that you've been doing face yoga, which is so exciting because obviously we met a few months ago when I was doing an event for First Day Beauty and you were one of the influencers coming along and joining in. And it's been lovely to see that you've actually been continuing it since that session. Yes, it changed my life and my skin. Ever since uh, that event, I was so excited because I found your page and I found you and all the videos that you share, the tips, I've become obsessed. I do face yoga every single day and I literally want to like scream it to the world because everyone should be doing it. So ever since that event, I it really changed changed the way I do my skincare routine. I do it in bed because you've done, uh, you've shared videos on how you do like just a quick morning yoga that you could do right from bed. You've done one with like a jade roller, all these options that I love so much. So yes, I am so obsessed with face yoga (laughs) and it's all thanks to you. I'm so happy. Oh, that is so lovely to hear. And tell me what you've been doing, sort of what face yoga and how you've been integrated into your skincare routines. It's always super interesting for me to know how people are sort of adapting my videos and how they're Mm -hmm. bringing into their current wellness and beauty routines. So for me, I definitely notice I do it in my morning routine because my morning routine is like super important to like how I start my day, how like I'm feeling towards the day. So face yoga just makes my skin feel great. I love the process. It's so fun and relaxing. So I tend to do it in my morning skincare routine. And I, you know what my favorite one is, is just when I tap my fingers all over my face, because mm-hmm. it just like wakes up my skin. And then you did it at the first day beauty event, but there's one that you like take your, I believe it's your ring finger and you go around like your, like the eyebrows. And then you come down gently around your orbitable bone, yeah. like under your eyes. And then you go back up. I love that one. And then honestly, it's, the most fun one that I've done, but you kind of like blow out your cheeks like a puffer fish and you like tap on the sides. I love that one. And there's so many different ones that I'm introduced to that you share, which I'm so grateful for in your videos because I'm like, oh, this is a different way I can incorporate this. And sometimes if I'm not watching your videos, I just kind of remember what you've shared and I do kind of make my own little routine, which is really cool. I feel like my skin just looks so awake and feels so great after doing it. So I've definitely been doing it every morning. Sometimes I'll do it at night if I feel like, all right, let me just do something little before bed to relax. But I don't think I skip a day at all. (laughs) I love that. That is just so amazing. And it's so interesting Mm -hmm. for me to hear, you know, which ones you love and which ones you've remembered from the event and which videos Mm -hmm. you're drawn to. So that is just so, so lovely. And I know that you're really into beauty and skincare. And I know you try a lot of products and it's a real passion of yours. Do you have a sort of a regular skincare routine? Is there 
any particular maybe products you like. You can name names or not name names. You can just sort of talk about the routine, whichever works for you. But I'd be super interested to hear a little bit about that. Oh, absolutely. So yes, of course, like doing what I do, I get introduced to a lot of products and I try things here and there. But over the years, I've I've tried, you know, all different kind of crazes with like a lot of things in my routine. At one point I was, man, I think I had like eight to 10 steps. And then I realized my skin wasn't very happy with that. And I had to adjust. And now I just have a basic routine of cleansing, toning my skin. And then sometimes I do a double serum because I love me a good serum. And then um, (laughs) eye cream, like For me, I deal with puffiness and I just have like bags and stuff. So uh, eye cream is like, I never can miss that. And then of course, a great moisturizer. And like sometimes at night I'll do like a face oil, which when I have that on, I love doing the face yoga because it just feels so good on my skin. Of course, my go-to, we spoke about them, but First Aid Beauty, I love them so much. I've been using them since 2016. And my staples from them are their facial radiance pads, those toners. I love them so much. They have an amazing serum, a moisturizing serum that I actually use day and night because it just gives my skin such great like moisture that I need because my skin tends to get dry. But sometimes I do switch up like a moisturizer or a serum because of like maybe my skin is dealing with a breakout or maybe my skin is more oily than I'm used to, or it's really, really dry. And I might switch things in and out, but I would say like my core products are definitely first aid beauty for sure. They are great. It was an honor to work with them on their latest launch because I wasn't aware of them, unbelievably so. I didn't even Mm. know about the brand until they approached me to obviously do their face yoga sessions with you guys and with the media. And they have got such a good brand. And what I love about them is they've got so much sort of ethical and moral values. You know, they do so much amazing work. They help people through through college, you know, they give funds and all sorts of amazing, cool things that they do. So actually it's really nice when you find a brand that's got great values as well. Absolutely. I agree 110%. I love what they're about. I love their products, but when I love the brand itself and what they're about, that makes me happy that I can support them like from the products and then just them in general. But absolutely, I love the fact that they do that. And I love that all their products work great for even those who have sensitive skin because I know I have friends who have sensitive skin and they're so scared to try anything new because not all products cater to them. So it's nice that First Day Beauty is just like really focuses on those who have sensitive skin and then also focuses on those for all skin types and all skin, mm-hmm. you know, issues and all that. So I agree. I, I love them. And I'm glad you, you know, you discovered them as well now. Yeah, absolutely. And what I love when you were talking there is how you're quite intuitive with your skincare as well. So you adapt and change and listen to what your skin is telling you, which I think is so, so important because we often just think because somebody else is using a certain cream or a certain product, then we should be using that too. But actually just starting to get to know your skin is so important. It sounds like that is something Mm -hmm. that you do. Yeah. I I 110% agree that social media and then advertisements and all these things, you're, 
you're introduced to so many products, but it's just so important to listen to your own skin and find what works for you. And, you know, sometimes it's trial and error. You might try something that everyone's raving about and it may not work for you. And that's totally okay. But for me, I definitely like have my core products. I do like to try things here and there. And I make sure, make sure like I see how my skin reacts to it. And you know, if it doesn't react well, I may, it may not be for me and that's totally okay. But you know, my goal at the end of the day is to have my skin like healthy and giving it everything it needs. And sometimes you just got to listen a little bit to be able to do that. You absolutely do. And I know you do the same as well about your hair care. And one of the things I love in particular about your Instagram account, well, I love lots of things about your Instagram account, actually. (laughs) But one of the things that really stands out is how much you talk about being so positive about your hair, and really embracing the hair that you've got and that we're all so unique and we really need to sort of step into that uniqueness. So I'd love to talk about that a little bit. Again, then we can start off maybe talking a little bit about sort of products and routine that you have for your hair. But then maybe mm-hmm. if we could talk a little bit about just feeling good about our hair, because I know many people listening may not be feeling great about their hair and, and the situations in at the moment. Absolutely. So for me, I went natural about, oh man, it's been a while now. And like I started embracing my natural hair crazy enough in 2014 when I was like, oh man, how old was I then? Uh, Like 23, 24. Mm -hmm. And so I'll talk about that after I talk about the products, but that's how long I went without embracing these curls. So, So now since I've had these years to kind of learn about my hair and figure out techniques and also learn to just embrace that my hair is different from other people and what other people use may not work for me. And that's totally okay. That doesn't mean my hair is bad. That doesn't mean that like, you know, my hair is broken, whatever it may be. You just got to figure out same way with your skin. You got to figure out what your hair wants. And sometimes it wants, you know, some moisture. Sometimes it wants some strength, whatever it may be. So for me, I'll say currently my go-to products are living proof. I got an opportunity to like really learn about their products and the science behind it and how they're all about, you know, making your hair the healthiest it can be with like the the right ingredients. Like they don't want to give you horrible ingredients or just what's popular. They're going to make sure whatever product you're using, like is going to do what it says it's going to do. So I was really happy they came out with a curl line, their curl collection, and it caters to all hair textures, which makes me happy because, you know, Sometimes it's hard to find products or it was hard to find products that work on curly hair. So it makes me really happy that Living Proof, who is one of my favorite brands, has an entire curl collection that actually works amazing on my hair and on my friend's hair who have all different textures. So that's who I'm loving now. And the biggest thing is just really listening to your hair. And for me, I was overstyling my hair for a while and my hair was not happy about that. So now I like style my hair about once a week, wash it, really do like a pretty intense (laughs) wash day routine, like a deep conditioner. Like I deep condition once a week and that's really important for my curls. And like we were talking about how switching products, deep conditioners like 
pretty much the main product that I will switch weekly depending on how my hair feels. So if my hair just, my curls need a little bit of extra bounce, I may be doing a strengthening mask. If my hair is just very dry, because with the seasons changing, my hair tends to act up. I may do like a moisturizing mask, a hydrating mask. So it really depends. But Living Proof has definitely been the one I'm grabbing in my shower for sure. And touching on your other subject of being so positive about my hair, that took until about like 2014. I grew up not loving my hair and I wish my younger self could see me now. Like she would be so happy. Like she <laughs> would want to embrace her hair because I grew up in a, a, in a city that you didn't see a lot of people with my hair. So of course I thought something was wrong with my hair. So I always wanted to straighten it. I just didn't want my curls. And it took me until I was about 23, 24 for me to start embracing the natural, like the, the hair that grows out of my head. I'm very happy. I've gone through the journey. Not only have I learned so much about my hair, but I've learned a lot about myself. Like I love who I am. I'm more than just my hair. And it's funny because my hair taught me that like, you're more than just your hair, but also embracing every single part of you from hair to toe is, <laughs> is really a big deal. So yes, like every day, if I can, like, cause there's people who follow me or there's people, you know, who are just out there. If I can be that person to help them embrace their hair and love their hair, I'm happy to be that. It's nice to get messages from people that are like, thank you because of you. I've embrace my natural hair. I've embraced my curls and that makes me really, really happy. So I don't think 10 years ago, I would be talking about my hair like this in a positive way. I probably would have been like, oh, I hate my curls, but now I love them so much. And it just makes me happy to be the person I am, my authentic, genuine, like natural self. So yeah. So I feel like that's genuinely how I feel. I'm very happy to embrace my natural hair. So I just want everyone else to embrace whatever grows out of their head as well. If it's straight, wavy, curly, you know, whatever it may be, I just want them to be happy with it. Definitely. And your natural hair is so beautiful, may I say. So Thank I'm you so, so much. glad that you're, <laughs> you're embracing that. And what changing, you say in sort of 2014, when you sort of decided, okay, I'm not going to straighten anymore. I'm not going to pretend that my hair is different. Was there a particular moment or a particular event that made you think, oh my goodness, I am going to embrace who I am now? Uh, well, I don't think I even knew that I was about to go on this journey. I really mm -hmm. didn't. I used to get relaxers, which is like chemically straightening your hair. So I used to get those and it was really damaging my hair. So I would straighten my hair and it would just be breaking off. And I'm like, I can't do this anymore. Like I am just damaging my hair. I'm going to have no hair by the end of this. So I, it was a random day. I'm having these thoughts about my hair. I'm like, man, I really need to take care of my hair. And I came across an article on Facebook about like a style, it's called Bantu knots. And they're like, Oh, you could do the style on your natural hair. And I tried it out and I was like, Whoa, I can do this on my hair. Like, and I didn't use any heat. I didn't have to like straighten my hair or anything. And that's really what was the catalyst of like taking me on this journey. And from there, I uh, just started, you know, it was trial and error. I learned things that worked, what didn't work. And over these last, it's almost seven years now. 
I think, yeah, almost seven years. I'm still happy that I came across that article that introduced me to the natural hair community and helped me embrace my hair. Just finding the natural hair community on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube, they were there to like hold my hand. It was just very, very helpful. So yeah, I would say definitely just getting my hair relaxed and noticing that it was just so damaged. was the reason why I'm like, I need to embrace my hair. And I'm just so grateful for it because I'm just so happy that I embraced who I am and what I was born with, what grows out of my head. Absolutely. And I think that's a good message for everyone, whether it comes to our hair, to our skin, um, to Mm -hmm. our body. You know, the more we really embrace who we are and be completely true and authentic to ourselves, the happier we are. You know, we all do spend so much time just trying to be a certain look or a certain person, particularly in our younger years, I feel. Um, Mm -hmm. And then we go on that journey of starting to say, it's okay, I'm going to own it. I'm going to be who I am. But sometimes I think we have to go on that journey to really understand both sides of it. Because I look now at people maybe in their teenage years or early 20s who really struggle with body issues with their skin, with their hair. And I think, you know, they will in time go on their own journey, but you need to go through in your own time almost, don't you? You know, someone had said to you, and maybe 18 years old, Ashley, you know, you've got to embrace your natural hair. Maybe you weren't ready to do that then. Absolutely. I agree. Yes. Mm. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. And something which I love that you talk about a lot as well is that feeling of self-love and that feeling of I am enough, which again can Mm -hmm. be a really tricky thing to navigate, particularly in this world, particularly in the social media world, particularly when you're doing anything in the public eye. And something which I read, which you so beautifully wrote about was how something which really helped you on that journey was journaling is that still something which you do now yes yes and it was funny because I was going to mention that like I feel that journaling which I did not understand for a very long time people would be like hey you should journal and I'm like um I can't sit here and just write in a book I don't know (laughs) and I went through some things I went through like I was very sad because you know I got my heart broken and then I was living on my own, like for the first time. And I was just dealing with a lot of things. And I just remember someone I had met, they had talked about journaling and how it's so helpful. And I'm like, you know what? Let me just try it out. And it it took me a little time, but I am so grateful for it because it has helped me so much just really get to know myself as well. I'm an overthinker. So journaling kind of helps me calm my thoughts and see them on paper and understand them a little bit more. And I feel like going through that process of expressing myself, which I always struggle doing, but really letting myself be free and express myself just helped me like love myself a little bit more and embrace who I am and work towards like, you know, work towards being a better me every single day. So I love being able to share just, you know, I'm not going to force it down anyone's throat like, oh, like you need to journal, whatever. But it was a bit, it was very helpful for me because I do it on good days. I do it on bad days. I do it on days that I just, you know, need to say something or get it out of my head, whatever it may be. But with the help of that, it definitely started my journey that I'm on of just this more like 
taking care of myself, really making sure that I'm okay before I'm able to be okay for anybody else. Or, you know, that's why my morning routine is so important. I make sure I tend to myself. I do things that make me happy, that make me smile before I I do any work, before I do, you know, talk to anybody else because I have to live with myself forever. I need to be happy with who I am before I can make anybody else happy. So journaling definitely started this journey I'm on and I'm so grateful for it. That is wonderful. And talk us through what your journaling looks like. Do you have just like a plain notebook? Do you have a journal which has sort of prompts in it? Do you do it sort of quite regularly or do you do it sort of just when you feel the need? So when I first started, I just had a blank journal Mm -hmm. uh, just because I didn't know that there was different types of journals out there. And as I continued on, I, I would only do it when I was sad at the time. Cause it helped me like express myself and just see my thoughts. And it kind of helped with my overthinking. But as time went on, I would say about two, three months after I first started, I came across a journal that had prompts and I'm like, man, this would have been so helpful in the beginning. <laughs> Cause this gives me questions that I can actually think about and answer. So now it's been over a year now that I started journaling. I started in January of 2020. I have like three different journals and they're all different. I might have four, honestly. I have a blank <laughs> one that I like to write in when I want to just, you know, let whatever's in my mind, like whatever I want to talk about, I'll write it out. That could be a good or bad day. Then every day I write in a journal that I have that has prompts. It's a very simple journal. I love it. You do it in the morning and at night, and it just asks you simple questions, like, for example, like, what made you smile today? Like, what's something you feel like you can work on today? Or at night, it'll ask you like, when did you feel your best today? Or something, there's all different prompts. And then I have another journal that's kind of like a fun journal. It's called Reckless Journal. And it's just different. And I had no idea all these type of journals like exist. So for me, anytime someone, you know, I talk about journaling, they're like, oh, I just can't do it. I'm like, that's okay. But also just know it's not just writing on a piece of paper. There's different types of journal that maybe one with prompts may be more helpful. Maybe a more fun one will be helpful, but I just feel like they're great and just have been such a great addition to my life. And I'm appreciative of like all the different types of journals there are. So yes, I do it. I do it daily, but it's not the same journal every single day. I love that so much. And I feel like it's such perfect timing because this week I'm about to announce the launch of my second book, which actually launches end of September, but people are going to be able oh my to goodness. pre-order from this week. And it's actually called the Face Yoga Journal. So oh my God, I love that. <laughs> timing is, thank you. The timing is just perfect. And I'm like, you know, I'm such a believer in journaling and the lovely thing about the face yoga journal is you get every week a a beautiful um, illustration and step by step of your face yoga pose for the week but you also have space to record where you're when you're doing your face yoga you know what you've done to put in your affirmations for the day for the week oh I love that so much to write what didn't go so well that week you know not only with your face yoga but just in life and with wellness so I'm super 
excited about it because it brings obviously together everything I love about face yoga, but also journaling. And there's loads of info in there about crystals and chakras and affirmations. So yay, I'm really excited. So it's actually beautiful timing that you brought up about journals oh, and you're so passionate that. about that. Yes. I, so, well, I'm so excited. I will definitely be getting a copy from you because yay. I need that in my life. And <laughs> I'm so excited. Danielle, that's amazing. Oh, oh, thank you. That's lovely. But I love to hear how you've used journaling and how it's helped you so much. And I mean, if you were to be giving people listening a few tips on just to start with journaling, to start really simple. So if someone listening is thinking, I feel like I want to use journaling, you know, I want to just get my thoughts onto paper. Would you Mm -hmm. recommend just literally getting, you know, like a plain journal, plain notebook and just writing to start with or to get something a little bit more structured? You know, what would be your top tips? I would definitely recommend a journal with maybe some prompts in it. Mm-hmm. There's so many different ones. I, I have one called the five minute where you just take minutes to, you know, answer their prompts where you want. There's no specific way to journal. There's no right way to journal. I feel, mm-hmm. I feel, Hey, start. I want to start on a blank piece of paper. That's what I did. And I, I think the first time I wrote in my journal, it was like three minutes and I wrote like a paragraph and that was it. And, but that was a start. And that was enough for me that day. There's some days that I journal for like 45 minutes to an hour. I'm just writing. But then there's some days I only take five minutes. So I feel the, the number one thing is don't feel pressure to think, am I doing this wrong or right? Write how you feel. Or if you have one with prompts, just answer how you feel. And you don't have to answer right away. If you want to take the day to like think about it and then go back, there's just no right or wrong way to do it. So I just would take off any pressure people feel of, you know, well, journaling should be this way. No, I feel like there's no right or wrong way to do it. It's the way how you want to express yourself. For a while before I got my journal, I was using my notes in my phone just to write it out. Like, cause I didn't have like a, a empty journal to write in at one point. I went through my first ever journal. I ended the page. I ended it with a quote and I didn't have another one, but I love the feeling of the pen to the paper. So I grabbed like a random piece of printer paper from my printer and I just wrote on that and it is taped in my new journal now because I was like, well, I didn't have anything at the time. So (laughs) if you just need like to express yourself and you don't have a book or you don't have a journal, whatever it may be, just grab your phone or grab a piece of paper and write it out because when you eventually get it, you can add it in there like I do. So I just feel like the biggest thing is just don't feel like you're doing it wrong. There's no like specific way to do it. I feel like your way is the right way. You will figure it out. I feel like for me, that's that was the biggest thing. Like I had to get it out of my head. Ashley, there's no right way. You're not doing it wrong. You're taking the time to take care of yourself and calm your mind. So you're doing, that's that's right. That feels right. So it is right. <laughs> I completely agree. And that goes back to everything we were saying about embracing our authenticity when it comes to our skin and our hair and our bodies. And actually it's exactly mm-hmm. the same with journaling. You know, the more we can just say, it's okay, let's just be ourselves and go more from that place of feeling rather than overthinking um, Mm -hmm. that massively helps well journaling practice but also helps that journey to self-appreciation self-gratitude self-love 
Yeah. And that's another, another thing, very simple way to start journaling. I, I do it here and there now, but like a gratitude journal is also amazing. You just write down maybe at the end of the day or your start of your day, you just write down what you're grateful for. And that's just a great way to get started on just writing, writing things down. And then it could go into, okay, I'm grateful for this, but this is how I feel today, whatever it may be. So like a gratitude journal or just dedicating maybe a day or two to writing what you're grateful for, I think was really helpful for me as well. I completely agree. Gratitude is so important. And again, you know, I integrated this into my face yoga journal because, you know, I really believe that it's important to do our facial exercise and our facial massage, but it needs to come from a place of of gratitude and Mm self-love and self-appreciation. Because when we work on all that, everything else follows, doesn't it? You know, like you were saying, once you start to, to love who you are, you start to look and feel amazing. Um, it's Absolutely. It's so connected. I agree 110% there. I'm really excited for your journal. I really am. <laughs> I can't wait. This is going to be great. <laughs> Yay, that's so exciting. And do you have any other sort of wellness rituals that you do daily? So do you have anything maybe like in a morning routine or even an evening routine, which has really sort of become part of your day now? Oh yeah. My biggest thing is my morning routine. I mentioned it earlier of just like making sure I tend to myself before I tend to anybody else, because Mm -hmm. I have to love myself. I got to love the, I have to live with myself the rest of my life. So, you know, I want to make sure that I'm okay. So the biggest thing, I just have a nice little routine in the morning. I get up pretty early. I just enjoy being up early and starting my day early. I love watching the sunrise. I'm lucky uh, lucky enough to have a window that faces the sunrise every morning. And it's me and my, one of my dogs. She loves to watch it as well. She's, she's hanging there by the window and we love watching the sunrise after the sun is completely up. We get out of bed. I go, I just go drink a glass of water. And then usually I'll come back because I wake up at a decent, like pretty early and I'll journal in the morning. If I feel like, you know, if I didn't get enough out at night or I didn't journal the night before, whatever it may be. I either read a book in the morning just for about like 10, 15 minutes or I'll journal. And then my biggest thing, it's so funny, but it makes me so happy. I love having a chai latte every morning. (laughs) It makes me so happy. I love, and I think it's the full experience of Mm -hmm. making it and then just sitting down And I don't touch my phone till I'm done all of this. And just having that moment to myself, either either if it's a hot or iced chai, I'm just so happy sitting there and just looking forward to the day, looking at my dogs who make me happy. Going on a walk for them every morning makes me so happy. So those are big things that just really help me every morning to start my day. Like I think I start my morning almost every morning even if I'm having a bad day, there's always something that makes me smile in my morning to start my day. And that's really important to me. Just got to cherish life. And so I'm just grateful that I really worked on developing a morning routine. It may look different here and there. I might add some meditation. I might add yoga, whatever it may be. But those things of just like, oh, watching the sunrise, enjoying my chai, going to walk with my dogs, those just make me so happy. You know, reading a book, it just makes me happy. And at one point I'm smiling and that's really important to me. 
Yes, definitely. Oh my gosh, it just makes me smile listening to all that for sure. Oh. I love how your dogs so part of your routine too. That is oh, just they so are. Cute. <laughs> do you have two I dogs? I love them so much. I do. I have two oh. Siberian Huskies, Ruby and Pepper, oh. and they are just, they're something else. I love them so much, but they def never a dull moment with those two. So I appreciate them. <laughs> that is so amazing. And to finish off, Ashley, I would love for you to share with everyone what your top tip for inner peace and true relaxation would be. Oh, I like that. I would just say, I guess it ties into what kind of helped me becoming who I am. And it's just really remember yourself and take, even if it's five minutes, just one every day, take some time for yourself. For me, I like to take my first hour of my day, but just remember yourself and take time to do something that makes you happy, do something that makes you feel good or do something that makes you feel relaxed and better, whatever it may be, but do something for yourself. I think that's my number one tip. Like, you know, there's people with kids, there's people with busy busy lives, busy jobs, all, you know, everyone's life is different, but I think sometimes we forget to take care of ourselves. And I think it's, it makes such a little difference. If you just do something for yourself at least once a day, that makes you happy, feel good is definitely my number one tip. I think that's an amazing tip. Ashley, if people want to get in contact with you, if they want to follow all the amazing things you do, how can they do that? They can find me on Instagram. My name on there is actually underscore Ashley. It's kind of a tongue twister sometimes <laughs> if you say it fast, but uh, that's where you will find me. And I just love to share my life. You'll definitely see my dogs on there, skincare, hair care, and just, you know, my morning routines. You'll definitely see it on there. So I'm super excited. I just love connecting with people. So that's where they can find me. I'm also on YouTube. I'm starting to get uh, back on there as well. So same name, actually, Ashley. So yeah, that's where they can find me. Oh, Ashley, that is just so wonderful. You have been an amazing guest and I just know everyone is going to be smiling and feeling so good after listening to you. Oh, thank you so much for having me on here. When you asked me, I couldn't even wait. I was just so excited. And this was just, I feel good after talking with you. And I'm just, this is a great way. Oh, I just feel so good. Thank you, Danielle. Thank you, Ashley. <laughs> So I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If you'd like more information on face yoga or you'd like to become a face yoga teacher, just head to our website, faceyogaexpert.com for more information. If you'd like to do a regular structured daily face yoga program to get the best results, you can either use one of my apps, just search Danielle Collins on your app store, or you can use my book, just search Danielle Collins Face Yoga on Amazon. And thank you for joining me today. And I look forward to seeing you again next time.